Saturn inspired him in his pursuit of these virtues. I told him then that the feathers were tinged with blood, and indeed his blood, his death, still drive both you and me. I looked more closely at the feather. It lay across the scar on my right palm where I had burned my hand a long time ago in Mino, my birthplace, the day Shigeru had saved my life. My hand was also marked with the straight line of the Kikta, the tribe family to which I belonged, from which I had run away the previous winter. My inheritance, my past, and my future all seemed to be there, held in the palm of my hand. Why do you show it to me now? You will be leaving here soon. I wanted you to share in Shigeru's vision, to remember that his goal was justice, and yours must be too. I will never forget it, I promised. I bowed reverently over the feather, holding it gently in both hands, and offered it back to the abbot. Ichiru told me about the ho-ho, I said finally. When I saw him in Hangi last year, he advised me to wait for him here, but I cannot wait much longer. We must leave for Maruyama within the week. I had been worrying about my old teacher since the snows had melted, for I knew that the Atori lords, Shigeru's uncles, were trying to take possession of my house and lands in Hangi, and that Ichiro continued stubbornly to resist them. I did not know it, but Ichiro was already dead. I had the news of it the next day. I heard something beyond the temple gates, shouts of anger, the trampling of hooves. A challenge came from the guardhouse. Who dares to ride to the temple gate? Dismount and approach this place of peace with respect. It was Makoto's voice, one of Tarayama's young warrior monks. He had become, over the last few months, my closest friend. I climbed the ladder to the guardhouse. Makoto gestured towards the spy hole. Through the chinks in the wood, I could see four horsemen. The Atari crest was clearly visible on their helmets. Then my eyes fell on the basket tied to the bow of one of the saddles. My heart turned to stone. I could guess only too easily what was inside such a container. The horses were rearing and cavorting, not only from the exertion of the gallop, but also from alarm. A mob of angry farmers poured from the narrow path, armed with staves and sickles. The warrior at the rear made a rush at them, sword flailing, and they fell back slightly but did not disperse. The leader of the horsemen called towards the gate in a loud voice. I am Fuwa Dozan of the Atari clan from Hangi. I bring a message from my lord Shoji and Masahiro for the upstart who calls himself Atari Takeo. Makoto called back. If you are peaceful messengers, dismount and leave your swords. I could feel blind fury building up behind my eyes. There's no need for that, Fuwa replied scornfully. Tell the so-called Takeo that the Atari do not recognize his claims, and that this is how they will deal with him and any who follow him. The man alongside him dropped the reins on his horse's neck and opened the container. From it he took what I dreaded to see. Holding it by its topknot, he swung his arm and threw Achiro's head over the wall into the temple grounds. It fell with a slight thud onto the grass of the garden. I drew my sword, Jato, from my belt. Open the gate! I shouted. I leapt down the steps, Makota behind me. As the gates opened, the Atari warriors turned their horses and drove them at the wall of men around them, swords sweeping. Even I was astonished at what happened next. 
Instead of parting to let them through, the men on foot hurled themselves at the horses. Two of the farmers died immediately, cut in half by the warrior's swords, but then the first horse came down and its rider fell into the pack around him. The others met a similar fate. They were dragged from their horses and beaten to death like dogs. Makoto and I restored calm only by severing the warriors' heads and having them displayed on the temple gates. The unruly army threw insults at them for a while, and then retired down the hill, promising in loud voices that if any other strangers dared approach the temple and insult Lord Atori Takeo, the angel of Yamangada, they would be dealt with in the same way. Makoto was shaking with rage. I went back inside the walls. Kaede had brought white cloths and water in a wooden bowl. She was kneeling on the ground beneath the cherry trees, calmly washing the head. She handled it gently, as if it were a precious and beautiful object.